Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ridiculous History is a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome back to the show, Ridiculous Historians. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Uh, We have had some uh, helping hands with our research today. This is part two of our episode on the true story of the Hand of Glory. Let's get into it. So we're talking about more kind of confusion in these recipes. Uh, There is the word zimat. And again, I, I figured out niter pretty quickly. That was like a, a sulfate situation or some kind of uh, preservative. But zimat, uh, the question was, did it mean something called verdigris, which is a green pigment, or was it Arabian sulfate of iron? Uh, you know, this is this guy would have not done well in like a, a recipe, you know, type book situation because these are all very vague and there's like not even any measurements. Like, how, how would it, how, what if you get the proportions wrong? Yeah, little Albert has talents, but I think he would be very bad at a recipe writing contest. Mm-hmm. Also, again, the name of the book is Little Albert. I'm just Choosing to picture in my head a lovable, diminutive, very creepy Adams Family-esque guy uh, whose name is Little Albert. That's the only possibility here, Ben. Um, but that's the thing, though. Little Albert wasn't the only guy talking about this uh, particular you know, tool of the trade. Um, there were all kinds of different sources that gave different advice. In uh, the Whitby Museum in North Yorkshire, you can see... Uh, a genuine hand of glory on display there. And it's it's about like you'd think. It's kind of a corpsey, mummified-looking thing, leathery, long fingers. Um, they've been burnt, so the, the pigments have kind of like been leached out of the skin, so they look white around the tips. And this was actually found in, sounds to me like sort of like a witch house, a thatched cottage, um, and it was thought to have come from the gibbet how near the Yorkshire village of Castellion. Um, interesting that Gibbet is in the name there. I don't think that's, I think that's a coincidence. Or was there this place notorious for hanging criminals? 
Well, I mean, <clears throat> six in one hand of glory, half a dozen in the other, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> uh, so, so the thing about this exhibit is that it also contains a page from a book that was published in 1823. And this book has a competing recipe for a hand of glory. Just like, you know, uh, the situation where you may use your search browser to find a recipe for uh, eggs benedict or something, and you're going to get different takes on the same thing. This recipe says of the hand of glory, it must be cut from the body of a criminal on the gibbet, pickled in salt, and the urine of man, woman, horse, dog, and mare smoked with herbs and hay for a month. Oh, fun. I like this uh, variation. <laughs> Great. Yeah. It's a very P-centric variation. It sure is. Uh, what else do you need? Because they've got some timing that comes into play here. Oh, it, must, it obviously must be hung from an oak tree for three nights running, then laid at a crossroads, which I know you can appreciate, Ben, then hung on a church door for one night while the maker keeps watch in the porch. Gotta have a porch on the church, too. Absolute uh, must. And if it be that no fear hath driven you from the porch, then the hand be true one, and it be yours. So bizarre. The porch is really porch-centric. This one, uh, this is a very porch-centric recipe here. After, you know, right after the reading of that, gosh, if we wouldn't get sued, Casey, I would love to have had the ability for us to throw in that How Bizarre song, just a clip from mm -hmm. that. <laughs> I wish we could use that one more often. I think you could just just do like literally like one note. People will do that. Dun, 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 dun. That's all you need. <laughs> it's fair use because we're talking about the song structurally, right? Don't sue us. Exactly. We want to protect ourselves from legal liability. And there were people who believed in the hand of glory. You can imagine they wanted to protect themselves as well. So if you uh, suspect that someone may try to render you comatose or motionless or rob you uh, using a hand of glory, there are a few ways, there are a few preventative measures you can take. First, you can try to douse the flame. Uh, for some reason, you have to use milk for this. They don't ever say why. Uh, and then second, you can counteract the magic by rubbing the threshold of all your doors and windows with an unguent made from the gall of a black cat, the fat of a white hen, and the blood of a screech owl. So I guess, you know, pantry staples, right? Right, right. What would a magical protection be without some sort of paste made from animal parts? Yeah, this is this is a uh, key here, uh, and, and I am absolutely fine with pulverizing a screech owl. You know, good riddance is what I say. Well, screech owl is not a great name, PR wise. Let's let's be honest. They could have called it song owl or something. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Noel, do you remember your favorite car? 
Well, yeah, um, it was a uh, an Eddie Bauer edition Ford Explorer. Oh, that's and cool. I, yeah, I, I just remember it was my dad's. I, I was a hand me down car kind of kid. Dad would buy a new car, I'd get that car, and I just remember feeling so awesome being up above everybody, like I was mm. in Mad Max or something. You know, I had a lot of uh, land yachts that I loved. I had Pontiac yeah. Bonneville. Right. Oh, I never had an El Camino. My dad had one. And that was a, that was a real interesting use of our collective time, keeping that thing running. But I think these cars all kind of speak to us because they were such a fundamental part of our lives. Do you remember when I had that Monte Carlo? That's what I meant. I, meant, I said El Camino <laughs> and I met Monte Carlo. I miss it. So uh, the Monte Carlo was tough. I had a series of Monte Carlos and the last one, God bless it. I just, I, I had to learn a lot about car maintenance just to keep that guy running. Totally. It, it still was like a, a perfect fit. It's almost like finding your true love. Uh, you know, like when you recently got a car a few years back now, Oh, man. And funny you should say that. That particular perfect fit was the Honda Fit, which I love dearly. But, Ben, it's getting a little long in the tooth. And while it's been incredibly reliable up to now, it's getting to that age where I might have to start looking for some parts here and there to keep it running. Mm -hmm. And that's where eBay Motors comes in. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Noel, have you ever wanted to wake up to something better? Oh, boy, have I ever been. <laughs> well, uh, this is where Avalon Waterways comes in. How does waking up to a medieval castle, an ancient cathedral, a rolling vineyard, or a charming cobblestone village sound to you? Well, here on Ridiculous History, that's right up our street, Ben, our charming cobblestone street. So I can say it sounds pretty good to me. You're absolutely right, Noel. Avalon Waterways has redefined cruising in so many different ways. They've got the uh, widest opening windows. They've got beds that face the passing scenery. So wherever you go, you have a front row seat to the views of the world. And not only do you wake up in the best staterooms in the entirety of the business, but you're waking up in a new port every day, right in the heart of these amazing historic cities. Ah, Ben, sign me up. Open your eyes to a better view and a different kind of cruising. One with smaller ships, bigger experiences, fewer people, and more of everything. Limited time special offers await at avalonwaterways.com. Anyway, uh, we know that there were severed hands that were used as public warnings and just not purported to have magical powers. Uh, there's a thief's arm that is still in a church in Prague to this day. Uh, and in Europe, across Europe, you can find severed hands of criminals that are put up like public warnings. In most cases, we don't know the owner of the hands, but the owner isn't really important. The idea that your hand can get removed for doing something bad is the real key takeaway. Like there's a uh, very old pub in Wiltshire, England. It's almost 700 years old. It's called the Haunch of Venison. And it was famous for a long time because it had a cursed gambler's hand on display. Apparently, this guy was caught cheating uh, during a game of whist a few hundred years ago. 
So a butcher chopped his hand off and threw it into the fireplace. In 1911, they found the hand during renovation work, and then they put it in a glass case with some playing cards. And they just set it up in the bar for people to look at while they're having a pint. A little bit of, a little bit of curio. I can appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And if you are saying, guys, I want to see this hand. I, w- I want to see a real thing. What makes the Hand of Glory different from so many magical items? Well, the difference is that unlike Necropants or something of that ilk, uh, the Hands of Glory was actually made at different times in history, and people tried to use it for one reason or another. If you want to check out this, the Hand of Glory, there is a real one. It's on display, as you said, Noel, at the Whitby Museum. They are open now. Uh, I don't think they have a virtual tour, but how cool would it be to see this in person? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, I got to say, Ben, you buried the lead there a little bit. Necro pants? I had to Google that one. Uh, literally, pant, a pant, is, uh, is the fashion, fashion-y folks might like to refer to them, made of the skin of a dead man that's sort of made into leather and cured. Uh, and you can see those at different museums, too. There's a really great article on Alice Obscura called Necro Pants and Other Tales of 17th Century Icelandic Sorcery. So, whole nother universe of uh, creepy, morbid sorcery to, to dig into there. Yeah, think about Necro Pants. It's a real bummer. First off, the pictures of the Necro Pants are not safe for work. Uh, secondly, they never, they likely never existed outside of folklore. I got obsessed with the idea of Icelandic magic watching this uh, this film called Spell. Did you guys hear about this one? No. No. It's, uh, there's this guy who has OCD and his partner passes away and he spontaneously, this is not a spoiler, this is like the first few minutes of the film. And so he spontaneously or impulsively decides to go to Iceland and he gets wrapped up in the uh, the occult practices and traditions of the country. So runes, this guy named Lofter comes into play. It's, it's wild. Uh, the cinematography is beautiful uh, because Iceland is a beautiful, pretty unforgiving place. But check it out. There are no necro pants. I will say that in this film, but it's still really good. And it has grisly magic in it. You know what this makes me think of, Ben? It's something I feel like we've talked about on the show before, if not at least off air. But there was a story that was making the rounds back in, it was last year, um, about this bar in Canada that makes a cocktail that uh, uses a severed toe that they have on hand. It's called the Sour Toe Cocktail um, in uh, the downtown hotel's Sourdough Saloon in Dawson City, Canada. And it's apparently dates back to this legend from the 1920s about these bootlegging brothers who uh, got frostbite and um, put one of their toes in a bottle of moonshine as a uh, the article that I'm looking at on USA Today stylizes it as memento. Oof. And then there's a groan in parentheses that's just implied. It's not really there. Um, and apparently th- this is a real thing, and it was discovered in 1973, the preserved toe, and that led to what they're calling the Sour Toe Cocktail Club, where people come in and, like, they want to become... It's like the Mile High Club, that's I guess, right. you know? You just you, you get this drink, and then you're a member. Uh, people travel the world over to drink a drink with this mummified toe in it. 
Uh, and then I guess you return the toe back to its preservative liquid. I wonder if it gives you thieving powers or bootlegging powers, maybe magical bootlegging abilities. Who knows? Maybe. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Noel, do you remember your favorite car? Well, yeah, um, it was a uh, an Eddie Bauer edition Ford Explorer. Oh, that's and cool. I, yeah, I, I just remember it was my dad's. I, I was a hand me down car kind of kid. Dad would buy a new car. I'd get that car. And I just remember feeling so awesome being up above everybody like I was mm. in Mad Max or something. You know, I had a lot of uh, land yachts that I loved. I had Pontiac yeah. Bonneville. Right. Oh, I never had an El Camino. My dad had one. And that was a, that was a real interesting use of our collective time, keeping that thing running. But I think these cars all kind of speak to us because they were such a fundamental part of our lives. Do you remember when I had that Monte Carlo? That's what I meant. I, meant, I said El Camino <laughs> and I met Monte Carlo. I miss it. So uh, the Monte Carlo was tough. I had a series of Monte Carlos and the last one, God bless it. I just, I, I had to learn a lot about car maintenance just to keep that guy running. Totally. But it, it still was like a, a perfect fit. It's almost like finding your true love. Uh, you know, like when you recently got a car a few years back now, Oh, man. And funny you should say that. That particular perfect fit was the Honda Fit, which I love dearly. But, Ben, it's getting a little long in the tooth. And while it's been incredibly reliable up to now, it's getting to that age where I might have to start looking for some parts here and there to keep it running. Mm -hmm. And that's where eBay Motors comes in. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Noel, have you ever wanted to wake up to something better? Oh, boy, have I ever been. <laughs> well, uh, this is where Avalon Waterways comes in. How does waking up to a medieval castle, an ancient cathedral, a rolling vineyard, or a charming cobblestone village sound to you? Well, here on Ridiculous History, that's right up our street, Ben, our charming cobblestone street. So I can say it sounds pretty good to me. You're absolutely right, Noel. Avalon Waterways has redefined cruising in so many different ways. They've got the uh, widest opening windows. They've got beds that face the passing scenery. So wherever you go, you have a front row seat to the views of the world. And not only do you wake up in the best staterooms in the entirety of the business, but you're waking up in a new port every day, right in the heart of these amazing historic cities. Ah, Ben, sign me up. Open your eyes to a better view and a different kind of cruising. One with smaller ships, bigger experiences, fewer people, and more of everything. Limited time special offers await at avalonwaterways.com. I'm learning a lot about myself right now because uh, I remember this story. And now that I think about it, 
the thing that really grosses me out is uh, drinking after people more so than having a drink with a preserved body part in it. I just, I don't like the idea. Like, I'm okay with a, a preserved toe uh, in a drink, you know, especially if it's chilled and it's kind of like an ice cube. I, I just don't like that, the idea that it was in someone else's drink first. That feels unsanitary. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know, let's talk about unsanitary. The recipe for the sour toe cocktail is pretty basic. Uh, it's a one ounce of alcohol, that's minimum, and one dehydrated toe. Garnish with courage, this is according to the website of the saloon. Um, so you pay for your shot, should be about eight bucks Canadian, uh, and to, to to one of the bartenders or toe captains, um, and then the uh, the server will will put serve you your drink with the toe as the garnish. Um, and the rules are simple: you have to let the toe hit your lips, but no biting, chewing, or putting the toe in your mouth is allowed. Mm. I don't think anybody needed to make a federal case out of that. Um, and apparently, swallowing the toe will land you with a nineteen hundred dollar fine. Which means someone did it. I guess so. At yeah. some point. I'm telling you, man, I know we're a family show, but toe people. Toe people, am I right? Yeah, watch out. Well, that, that's our that's our uh that's our show today. These are just like just a few examples of the wide world of morbid magical items. I would love, I don't know about you guys, but I'd love to hear from someone who's actually been to the Whitby Museum and seen uh this actual hand of glory also you know we do hope you enjoyed this episode because our search histories are are very questionable after this i do have can you buy severed human hand uh in my search history now google knows about it uh i also can you uh it's uh, it's not on amazon i'll tell you that uh, <laughs> so uh so I did. I did uh, try to do my due diligence, and also said I. It was. I also. I appended it with like, "Can you buy severed human hand?" Podcast research. Just to be clear, you've got to let the NSA know that your intentions are pure. Um, by the way, though, speaking of which, the idea of buying mummified parts. I'm sorry to keep. Uh, I'm fascinated by this and learning more as I'm reading about this uh, bar with this mummified toe. Um, they have multiples. Not just not clear where they came from. I don't think they were all from the bootlegging brothers, but I could probably do a little more digging and figure that out. But apparently, it is considered sanitary. the The uh, proprietor of the bar says, "quote We've had the chief medical officer of the Yukon, big big deal, look at it and give it a clean bill of health. As long as we keep the toes mummified, which we do by keeping them on salt and serving it in forty percent alcohol, that keeps everything legal." Hmm. Not falling for it. Mm -mm, no. But thank you for letting me know at least that there are some kind of standards hygienically uh, for these sour toe drinks. I would, I, I mean, I would, I would want an unused toe. I know that is very diva-esque and entitled of me, but I just, I, I don't like the idea. It might be possible, Ben. I did find they, they do source it from all over and not all of them are ancient or anything. Like the, Apparently one came from a British Marine who lost a toe to frostbite during the Yukon Arctic Ultra Marathon. Uh, very recently, this article was in October of 2019 and that one's just a year old. Um, and apparently they, they get them donated sometimes like a guy who lost his toe to gout donated his toe. That's disgusting. Um, I don't think this is for you, Ben. I don't think used or unused toe. This just might not be your type of thrill-seeking. I mean, it certainly isn't mine. Yeah, 
Yeah. And uh, it's not as glorious as a hand of glory. You know what I'd love to hear? from our fellow listeners, ridiculous historians, uh, write to us and let us know your favorite examples of the hand of glory in folklore and fiction, whether comics, films, television shows, novels, etc. You can find us. We're all over the internet. Uh, <laughs> I think we still don't have an email address, but we're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Ch do check out our community page, Ridiculous Historians. We can't wait to hear from you there. You can also find us as individuals online. Yep, I am at How Now Noel Brown on the Instagram exclusively. The Instagram. I sound like Grandpapa. <laughs> I am at Ben Bolin, HSW on Twitter. And in a burst of creativity, I am at Ben Bolin on Instagram. No, thank you, as always. And thank you, uh, super producer Casey Cryptkeeper Pegram. Uh, Noel Satan Brown as well. Oh, thank you so much, Ben. Ben, are you are you uh, holding back on the spooky nickname for yourself? We've got a couple more, I think, episodes for you to come up with one. Don't don't feel rushed. Oh, man. I You know, I, I don't know if I have a weird thing. Like, sh should I give myself a nickname that feels strange that's feels true. Like someone else has to do it you know uh i guess i well i, I don't know i gave myself one but I, I you can give me another one if you want it doesn't have to be noel satan brown i was really just more using it as an example trying to understand the rules so why don't we let's reserve uh let's maybe we could do new nicknames every episode or something like that, that sounds great yeah for halloween how about ben Boo Bolin. That's dumb. But no, that's, that's great. Thank okay. you, man. I'm I'm blushing. Thank you. Uh, and thanks to Alex Williams, who composed our track. Thanks to Christopher Hasiotis and our peer podcaster, Eves Jeffcoat. Indeed. Big things coming soon from Eves Jeffcoat. In the meantime, uh, a big thing is already out in the world from Eves Jeffcoat. This day in history, a daily history rundown of stuff that happened that day, as the name implied. Check it out. Uh, huge thanks to Jonathan Strickland, the quizster, due for a drop-in any day now. Um, looking forward to that, I think. Weirdly, I miss him. I miss the man. And he'll have nicknames aplenty for us when he returns. We'll see you next time, folks. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency, where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch, so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes. You heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode of Ridiculous History is brought to you by Avalon Waterways. Ben, are you in major need of a vacation right now? 
Noel, you're a mind reader. I am, and uh, aren't we all? We are. While cruising remains popular, there's something big happening in the industry, and that is, my friend, smaller ships. True story. The intimate ships of Avalon waterways can go where the big ships can only dream, through winding passageways, rolling vineyards, and castled hills, into the heart of timeless cities and storybook villages. That sounds like a delight. See how Avalon's smaller ships promise greater discoveries, fewer people, and more of everything. Limited time. Special offers await at avalonwaterways.com.